Hello, and welcome back to the Smutcast. We're on to chapter two, Moth to a Flame. Um, we'll just, uh, start right off, uh, with a recap. Um, we met our main character with the unpronounceable name. Uh, the, I don't know, boring hot twin who's really just only hot, very two-dimensional, and the annoying mother. That's all we really learned. We learned they're turning 18 in like two days or whatever. And that's about that. Nothing interesting. So, let's start off with the second chapter. As we arrived at school, a sense of dread began to wash over me. I'd never been 100% comfortable in social situations, and it showed. I only had one friend, Jordan, who'd been with me for as long as I could remember. She knew all my secrets and fears and never judged me. She was my sister, if not through blood, then all th- absolutely through bond. A Aaron parked the car, and I spotted his group of friends by the front entrance. With Aaron, A Aaron being who he was, people flocked to him like moths to a flame. All the popular kids hung with him and hung on his every word. Okay, couple notes here. Uh, of course she's not comfortable in social situations, and of course her brother's over-popular, because you always gotta pit one against the other so you can just see how just, like, awkward she is socially, and how great she is because she's awkward, and how great he is because he's popular. Whatever the fuck else. Also, with Aaron being who he was, who was he? He was just Aaron. Like, I don't- what- what what's that supposed to mean? Also, popular is in quotes, and that annoys me like crazy. Almost as much as Moth to a Flame annoys me, but like the hung with him and hung on his every word and hung their dicks out. Who who knows? Like just write better. Just write better. I don't know, that's my only note. Just try. Just try harder. I knew my brother was awesome, but sometimes I wondered if they really liked him or if they were just hanging around him because they knew he was their future alpha. Either way, we both got out and grabbed our bags from the back seat. I'm not really sure how being alpha or really liking him affects the grabbing the bags, but whatever. Also, I'm I'm so sure your brother's just super awesome. He's just the best. Like, (laughs) fucking... Oh my god, why? Why are we describing characters like this? It's just the way someone describes characters as if they imagine a 16-year-old girl or 17-year-old girl would describe characters. It's not accurate. Like, no one would describe anyone like this, but whatever. (sighs) As was his habits for as long as I could remember, Aaron looked over and asked me, You good, sis? I gave him a small nod, which he returned with a smile. When he turned towards the entrance, he he then turned towards the entrance and headed for his friend. When he reached the front steps, his best friend and soon-to-be beta, Alexi, stepped forward to greet him. Alexi was a god amongst men, if I do say so myself. He was the same height as A.A. Ron, at 6'2", with muscular build, gorgeous tan skin, impossible gray eyes, and dirty blonde hair that looked like silk and made me want to run my fingers through. Aww. Okay, so, of course, Alexi was a god of man's bang. I don't think he had gorgeous tan skin, because he's clearly Russian, and I've met 
very few Russians who happen to be able to tan. Most of them just burn because they are pallid. Simple as that. Um, but the thing is here, the whole trope of siblings who have, you know, friends who the siblings are interested in and they're like, oh, he's so hot and he's the best and he's, but, 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 you know, they're, I'm friends with his, his you know, brother and so therefore it can't happen and whatever else and it's like how many tropes are we going to cram into this in one day like just how many because we're already at everyone's over all the guys are over six two and hot um or six foot and hot um despite the fact that like doesn't make sense that that would happen that way you know every now and then you got to get a frumpy person in there um we're we're already at like the uh, sibling having a friend, but they're off limits. Um, the the girl who's not popular, but she's really pretty and awesome. And the boy who's really popular, but he's humble. And oh, we you know they're just so awesome, but they're so humble about it. Like we're hitting like sixteen tropes, and we're. Barely a quarter of the way through chapter two. Anyway. But unlike Aaron, Alexei was a man whore. He changed girls like socks, always with someone new, and he never once looked in my direction. I wonder if he voided me of respect for my brother, or if because I was just too dull for him. Either way, I wished he was mine. Did did this did this lady just rewrite Bella? Swan from fucking Twilight. Like, is that what happened here? Like, oh, I'm just too dull for him. I'm just super boring and I have brown hair, so therefore I'm automatically boring because girls with blonde hair are more interesting. And I just, it's, it's, it's difficult and he doesn't even notice me. Like, just, like, do you ever get that point in a book where you just want to grab the main character and scream in their face and just be like shut the fuck up holy shit you are so annoying shut up and i'm already at that point i'm just at that point like this is a terrible character she's not well written like but i'm just too dull for him i've never never looked at a man and be like you know what i'm just not interesting enough to date him no it was never, you know, I've I've looked at men and been like, yes, yes, no, I'm too dull for them. I need to read more books or play more video games or or be a worldwide, you know, international spy astronaut before I can be good enough for him. Like, who thinks that way? Usually if, if you're looking at someone and you're like, mm, out of my league, it's usually like, hmm, well, I should probably lose 80 pounds before I approach him. Like... Have you ever met anyone and you're just like, mm, no, he's clearly like an, a, a cowboy astronaut. Too important for me. Just too dull. Can't do it. I don't know how long I've been standing there and staring, but Jordan, with a Y, walked up to me and snapped me out of my thoughts. Stop drooling before you s- slip in the puddle, she said while giggling. Oh, shut it, I replied before I grabbed her arm and swung her towards the cafeteria. Okay, one second. I gotta figure out, like, a voice for Jordan with a Y. Um, uh, okay, yes. Because, I mean, 
they're all pretty bland, boring characters, and it's going to get confusing if I do the same bland, boring voice for all of them, despite the fact that it's true. That's just how they are. Need food now, I said dramatically, making her roll her eyes. As if she already knew, she asked, Snooth through your breakfast again, huh? You know me too, all too well, don't you, my love? Come on, we've got to be quick, so I can grab a snack and tell you all about my morning. At this, her eyebrows shot up. Not even eight o'clock. Besides you lusting after Alexi, what would have already happened this morning? So, yeah, same question I have, Jordan. Thanks for fielding that one. Why are you calling your best friend your love? Like, you know, my love. Um, that's kind of weird. Uh, like, it's just it's a weird nickname to give your best friend. Like, I just... <sighs> it's, it's really just a wild stab at the dark at how girls talk. Like, I... I, I, I did this, did this lady ever go to high school? Did she just, like, was she homeschooled? I have questions. Anyway. I ignored her comment, and I told her about Mum's revelation about my birthday party this Saturday. On top of all that, my dad is inviting four alphas from our neighboring packs to the party, too. Aaron is so excited to meet his mate finally, but I don't know how I feel. What if my mate feels like I'm not good enough? If he's an alpha, will he want me to be his Pax Luna? What if he doesn't want me and rejects me? What if... But before I could finish my thought, Jordan pinched my nose and told me to shut up. I mean... Okay. Confusion here. Because if he's an alpha, of course you'd be his Luna. Like, if 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 you're gonna be someone if someone's a king you you by extension are are going to be the queen that's how that works unless you're his mistress but like the way this was just described in the last chapter was that once you were mates you were together forever and it was you know goddess picked and you were perfect puzzle pieces matching together in harmony for harmony for the rest of your days so like f- the fuck like what like your mate should automatically be like, "Oh no, you're perfect." If it's if it's that perfect a match, right? No, just me. <sighs> Girl, chill out and breathe. All of these what ifs are only going to drive both you and me crazy. Just relax. There is no guarantee that you'll meet your mate Saturday, but when you do, he will love you and treat you like the goddess you are. If he doesn't, he'll have to deal with me, and he won't want that, she said with a wink. As one of the strongest warriors in the Opal Moon Pack, Jordan was a force to be reckoned with, and we all knew it. So, I feel like this could be a drinking game at this point, where we just, every time there's a, a tired old trope, we drink. So, drink for the, um... If you hurt my friend slash, you know, family slash whatever, you know, then you'll have to deal with me trope or, you know, if you, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you harm them, I'll harm you thing. Go ahead and drink for that trope. Just, just take a big, long drink. No, he definitely doesn't want that, I said with a smile. A little calmer, I made myself to the caf- finally made it to the cafeteria and rushed over to the snack machines. I really would have preferred some bacon and eggs, but 
this pack of blueberry mini blueberry muffins and a bowl of orange juice would have to do. Jordan and I headed back to the main hallway before parting ways to go to our homeroom classes. Okay, quick break uh, for a paragraph break, even though we've gone like three paragraphs. Like, why is there a page break for three paragraphs? This is silly. Anyway, page break. Okay. As I took a seat in Mrs. Mitchell's class, I tore into my breakfast. I was so consumed by the blueberry goodness, I didn't even notice Alexey sitting next to me until he let out a small laugh. Hungry? I nearly choked on a piece of muffin and had to chug some juice before I could clear my throat and reply. Oh, baby, I'm sure you'll be choking on something else later. I mean, no, wait, no, he's totally off limit, so that could never happen. <laughs> anyway. Oh, hey, Alexy, I'm sorry. My mom and your BFF made me miss breakfast this morning, so I'm a little hungry. I felt my face getting red as I looked over and saw the small grin tugging at the corner of his delicious lips. Oh, if only I could have licked those lips. I could have done all kinds of dirty things. I was pulled out of my dirty fantasy when Victoria, Alexy's flavor of the week, walked by and purposely bumped into me. Her sickly sweet perfume almost made me gag, and when she opened the, her mouth, it sounded like the wail of a dying, wailing of a dying banshee. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Okay, first of all, what kind of dirty things could you possibly do with just licking lips? All you can do is lick the lips, so, like, not that dirty. Um, also, the fact that we have to be bitches to each other. Women just have to be complete fucking assholes to each other. Can't just be like, oh, well, you know, it's it's Alexi's flavor of the week. He's going to toss her aside soon. I kind of feel bad for her because I know he's going to mistreat her. Poor lady. Um, Kind of wish I <laughs> he'd treat me roughly for a while. Like, no. You know, it's always like her perfume was disgusting and her voice sounded like nails on a chalkboard. I hate the bitch. I hate her. Like, what fucking why? Why? Anyway. Baby, why are you sitting back here with this nobody instead of, with, of at the front with me? To make her point, she crossed her arms under her poorly stuffed bra, pushing up her faux cleavage and gave Alexi her best pout. I rolled my eyes and began to turn back to the front of the class before I snuck a glance at Alexi. He looked at her, and I saw a look of exasperation flash, flash across his face before he hid it in one of his megawatt smiles. I'll be right there, Valerie. I just need to talk to Alia real quick. Her face dropped when she realized that Alexi had just called her Valerie instead of Victoria, but before she could bring it up, Alexi spun her around and gave her a small push towards the front of the class. What What the fuck did I just read? Well, like, seriously, he's such a man-whore, he can't remember the right name for the girl he's currently boning. And she's such a bitch that not only does she have a terrible voice, terrible perfume, but she also has fakey boobs that she has to stuff Kleenex in. Like, what? Why? Why? I guess that's the real question here is why. Why we need to do this to ourselves? 
Okay, um, I let off a small chuckle before I could catch myself, which Victoria hurt. She glared at me over her shoulder and gave me her best sneer. Oh, if looks could kill. Alexi got my attention by again by saying, I heard about the party that Luna is throwing. Good luck finding your maid. I hope he's everything you deserve. With that, he was up and out of the chair, heading towards a smiling Victoria. What the actual fuck? That was the first conversation I'd have with, I had with Alexi, and it left me more than a little confused. For a moment, I wondered if he did see me and wanted me as much as I wanted him. But then I saw him in Victoria's sucking face and quickly wiped that idea from my head. He was just being nice and nothing more, I said to myself. Now, if only I could convince myself of that. And that's the end of the chapter. Um, I think I'm more, I have more questions than answers at this point. Like, I mean, okay, so does Victoria not know that Alexi is going through women like socks, as the author said? Or, like, is she just hoping, like, she'll change him? Um, to be, you know, that jealous of another woman who's talking to him. And my other question would be, why do women need to hate each other this much in romance novels? Like, can't they just be, like, normal women who are, like, jealous of each other, but not, like, that bitch, she has fake titties. Like, what? For chapter three, um, the title for chapter three is you found your mate? Um, what a cliffhanger for us. So, I will see you next time on the Smutcast.